0: talking about something that affects so many people but that nobody wants to talk about pornography speaking to individuals trying to stop looking at porn and to spouses looking for support
1: This is Danny and Lindsay Pullman a married couple who have been through this together We're sharing a mix of our personal experiences our experience as certified life coaches and other empowering ideas
0: We hope this can help you on your journey
1: Enjoy going today. It's Lindsay and Danny Pullman here.
0: What's up guys?
1: And today we're talking to you about self-care and before you think to yourself oh I got this I know what self-care is. It's taking baths and and taking long luxurious naps and getting manies and petties and and that's why I'm struggling so much with quarantine because I can't go do that in, right now. We have some information for you that's pretty awesome.
0: Yes we do. <laughs> so uh, first of all let's talk about <laughs> <laughs> Making me laugh. Um, <laughs> let's talk about why self care, right? Like, why why talk about self care? Why do we need to do it, or we don't need to do it? Do we? I don't know. Why would we want to do it? Uh, do we have to do it? And what's the purpose of it? So let's talk about this.
1: All right. Well, before we talk about why, we're gonna tell you a story. I don't, I think I've told Danny this story before, but I told him again right before we recorded the podcast, and he was like laughing. So hard. He's like, you have to share that. Um, but basically, when you know, when Danny got sick about four and a half years ago, and you know, his mental illness came to a head, and he stopped working and was non functioning. Um, I think I actually did go to a therapist pretty early on. Like, I just you know found someone that my insurance covered or whatever, and I went to this girl, and she was younger. She's probably my. I bet she was older than me. But anyway, I went to this girl, and. I just kinda like, you know, offloaded on her, told her everything that was going on, and she looked at me and was like, at the end of the session, was just like, So, what can you do to take care of yourself between now and the next session? And I just looked at her and in my head I was like, What is she talking about? Like my husband is sick, he's non functioning, <laughs> like He has anxiety. We have these doctor's appointments. Like, what? why is she talking about me here? Like, I need to know how to help him, right? And I remember asking her, like, what can I do to help him? And I asked for, like, some anxiety tools and skills and things like that. And I didn't go back to her because I was like, she obviously doesn't get it. <laughs> she obviously doesn't know what I need.
0: Oh, and funny. I know. It's so She funny. might have been a really great therapist.
1: I know, right? <laughs> anyway, so she, I was just like, she doesn't get it. And I didn't go back to her. And now with my perspective, I'm like, oh my gosh, she totally gets it. Because before, before all this thought work stuff and before all this, if you, like for any of my clients who are struggling with, you know like with any trauma with regard to stuff going on in their marriage like one of the first most foundational things we can do for ourselves is emotional regulation and learning how to take care of ourselves and be connected to ourselves and this is where the self-care comes in and why it is so important because it's to me it's like the necessary first step to every towards getting everything that you are wanting in your life and to me self-care is the fuel that gives you everything you need, so that you can do everything you're wanting to do. You know, in a specific week or month or year or day.
0: I love that. Yeah, it's like our our bodies are the machine, mm-hmm. and if we maintain it, take care of it, we can use that machine to do all these things. Right. But then, if we don't, then we can't do all the things we want to do, or help yeah. all the people we'd like to help.
1: Yeah. In the way sure. that we want to. Yeah.
0: That's awesome. Thanks for sharing that. I love that. Um, so,
1: whoever you are out there old therapist of mine you had it right
0: (laughs) (laughs) yes you did thank you um for me I think I didn't even realize that I wasn't taking care of myself until uh things just became unmanageable for me um Mm -hmm. And you know, my my hands were shaking. my My body was letting me know, like you're not taking care of yourself, because <laughs> I didn't even know um, until I started learning about this and identifying just all the patterns I did have, where I was thinking, "I'm not worth it, not worth the time or the money to take care of myself." And mm-hmm. um, even though you know, I was eating healthily, I was at a healthy weight, I was working out, but but then there were other signs that uh, basically led me to have to deal with some things um but yeah why self-care we talked about that here's some other signs um that you might not be taking care of yourself in some way okay that might help you to tune into that um it could be that you're engaging in some habit against it that feels like it's against your will that you don't want to be engaged in um
1: which could be pornography food video games what other examples shopping shopping yeah um yeah and that's the thing anything
0: any habit that you feel like you want to control better but are having a time control a hard time controlling it it. could
1: be just like how you react to you know certain to your kids or things like that just any habitual thing that you're that's not serving you
0: yeah okay another sign it, it could be that you're having trouble keeping commitments to yourself um this this might be a sign. Um or maybe you're not able to create or move toward a result that you want for yourself in your life. Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing, uh maybe you're not healing the way that you'd like to. Um, or maybe your health is just deteriorating in some way.
1: <laughs> big words are harder than <laughs> <TN>. Good job. <laughs> just
0: kidding. watch it. Um <laughs> So anyway, there, and there are other signs, too, that would be different and unique to the situation. But these are just some ideas um, for you to check into, right? Uh, for my clients, um, self-care oftentimes is learning to regulate the rest of your life in a more balanced way so that you don't feel that, quote-unquote, need to turn to porn to escape your life, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how it is for a lot of my clients. All right, so here are some ideas of things that we think are self-care, uh, but sometimes actually aren't, okay? Just just think about these and stay with us while we discuss it for a few minutes. So one, uh, with a lot of my clients looking at porn and masturbating, right? A lot of times that type of activity becomes a thing where they honestly, and I was in the same boat, I, I think I honestly felt like I can't handle my emotions, and so resorting to that became a thing that felt like, you know what, I need this, and it helps me handle my emotions. It was almost, it was the belief I had, right, mm-hmm. and that a lot of my clients had. Um, but the truth is, if I really were to look at it as I eventually did, it, it doesn't actually help me with my emotions. Usually I was left worse off than before in some way, and I wasn't actually confronting and dealing with what was going on in my life or mm-hmm. in my mind at the time right so mm-hmm. that's an example um and then yeah sometimes buying something for ourselves we think that's self-care um right. but it's not always because if you're overspending and not taking care of your, your money and your budget then it could be the opposite
1: yeah so there can be like a net negative effect like you might you know say you buy like this brand new car um you know, and it's really fun for like two weeks. But then when the car payment comes every month, it's not as fun, as much fun anymore. And so that the thing is there's nothing wrong with buying a new car and having a car payment. It's just, you know, what what is your thinking going into it, right? right. Like if it becomes this big, huge thing to have a car payment every month, maybe there is a net negative effect. And so, you know, just keep in mind like typically with these things that we like – overindulgent or we over you know like overeating or over shopping or over netflixing it's like there's a there's a stronger hit a more concentrated hit in the beginning but then sometimes then there's a net negative effect because of what comes you know minutes, hours, days after.
0: Yeah, that net negative thing is a really good uh, criteria to use as you're looking at things to decide if it is really self-care for you is, does it have a net positive effect on my life or a mm-hmm. net negative, right? Because if it's a net negative, then it's a good sign that it might not actually be caring for yourself,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? Yeah. Um, okay, other things. Um, we Sometimes we think a spa day or a massage is automatically self-care, right? Um, but you know sometimes that's not sometimes we're withdrawing from the real self-care items in our lives uh, whether it's an important priority or goal we have and spending time doing this instead right it doesn't mean that it can't be it can be an amazing way to take care of yourself
1: and I think it really goes into how you're thinking about it right like you if you're like taking care of yourself and this is one way to show that and you go in and you're like in that space some massage spa days can be awesome you know but But I also know people who like where they feel like they – the massage almost like getting a weekly massage, it's almost like, you know, soothing the symptoms of what's going on instead of figuring – like getting to the root of what's – what could be going on emotionally, right? That's not always the case, right? Some people just love them and they feel amazing and, you know, for other people it might be something where they're just trying to put a Band-Aid on some other stuff that they're not working through. So right, it's, right. it's going to be different for everybody, and only you know how this stuff wor- is serving you.
0: Yeah, for sure. Because I um, love massages. Me too. <laughs> and me I, lo- too.
1: I, I would love some more spotties in my life too. So. <laughs> me too. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, okay. Other things, watching sports or Netflix, right? It could be having a big yummy milkshake. Uh, maybe you sit out of something, right? Um, a little extra time on that video game. It can be so many things that are just worth looking at, right? Um, one thing that's really interesting is quitting, right? Sometimes I think we quit in the name of self-care, right?
1: Oh, that's right? a good one. And,
0: and quitting initially can feel so, like, relieving and mm-hmm. awesome when you do it. And it, it can be, I know at times in my life I've mistaken that for, like, oh, this is a good thing. Yeah, this so is really good for me to quit. Let's,
1: I think we should give an example of, like, quitting quitting something where it's, like, disguised and sounds really pretty in the beginning, but then it doesn't ultimately um, lead us to a place where we feel that great. Can okay. you think of anything off the top of your head?
0: A uh, specific one? I don't
1: really have one prepared. So, well, let's think. I Like, let's say that I set some sort of, like, let's say I, like, sign up for, like, a race or something like that, and I'm super stoked about it, and then, you know, maybe I start getting nervous about how I'm going to, like, perform at the race and I don't know if I'm gonna be able to do it and I get kind of scared sometimes when like that if that were to happen my brain might start looking for like other like outs easy outs for me that sound really pretty oh your kids really need you that week or this is coming up I'm not saying it's again this is such a unique circumstance and it's going to be unique to you so there might be weeks where you do decide to quit a race because of something your kids need and that's totally fine too but just being onto yourself when it's your lower brain just trying to get you out of something and making it sound really pretty can be like one of the most some of the best work that you do for yourself right so you know it might be like oh but your kids have a school report that week and um this is also going on and you might do this maybe you should just stay home so Just be be willing and open to separating it. Like, is this coming up because of my fear? And am I I just, like, scared of my fear and, like, disguising it as this, like, pretty way to not do something? Or is this, you know, do I really actually, like, when I look at my priorities, maybe I really do want to be there for that school thing or for my husband's work thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's good. Um, Something I thought of is... For members of the Church of Jesus Christ, like us, a lot of times we're focused on uh, following the Spirit, right? And we check in to try to recognize promptings and feelings that might be from the Spirit. But I've definitely had times in my life where I... uh, I quit from something Mm -hmm. I I was thinking about, you know, backing out of something that Mm -hmm. was big and confronting me. Mm -hmm. And I had that, that awesome feeling of relief. And I mistook it for the spirit. I really think I did. I've done this on, uh, different occasions in my past as Uh I've looked at it, but that's just something to think about. Like sometimes as church members, we might even think like, Oh no, the spirit is telling me to stop. But what if what if you're sometimes mistaking that and it's not actually the spirit and just some those, some of those amazing feelings that can initially come from quitting that feel so relieving and even peaceful, right?
1: Yeah, and so we're not telling you what's <clears throat> happening to you. We're just expressing stuff that we've experienced for ourselves. And maybe, you know, for some of you, you can kind of open up to that idea. Like, huh, maybe. Like, what if that's happening more than I think?
0: Yeah, yeah. Right? And, and as as you start looking at these things... What, an important consideration is real self-care is going to stem from love, right? Love is where you have your long-term best interest at heart. It follows through on commitment. Uh, love feels amazing too. And, mm-hmm. and even though love is, uh, you know, sometimes it has sort of a frou-frou reputation, I guess. Uh, at the same time, love is really strong and powerful and inspiring. Right, um, So start looking at what you do to take care of yourself and do you do it out of love or do you do it out of something else like fear? An example of this for me lately um, has been, I, I'm really good at working out regularly and I do a lot of running and a lot of yoga and swimming and I like mixing other stuff in there too. And I do it 67 days a week, every week is what I've done for a while now. Um, but then I had this back injury a month and a half or two ago, and it's changed my (laughs) capacity to do those things. And I've had to sit out of them and, and change my approach. Um, and it's, it was really frustrating at first, but it's ended up being a good experience for me because what I realized is I was doing a lot of that working out out of fear. Okay. I, I was I on the one hand I like how I feel better when I work out and I like how it affects my body but then mm-hmm. on the other hand I was I think I was scared that I'd fall back into old undesirable habits if i don't continue this and keep mm. up this habit mm-hmm. because i thought that working out was part of the solution to that and then i had to remind myself okay it's not the working out it's the thinking <laughs> um it's not the actions of exercising that helps me um. to stick to my commitments to myself it's how i think about it. it's my relationship with myself um and it's been a really good experience for me because I've, i was able to step away from the working out for long enough to realize you know what Maybe I can approach this with more love and do it because I want to and want to care about myself rather than being scared that I'm going to lose control or yeah. mess up in some way if I don't keep doing it. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, because I've totally, like, worked out, out of more out of fear instead of, like, love for myself. And shifting that shift has been so powerful because when it is out of fear, fear out of, like, what will happen if I don't, then that's, like, not... A sustainable, like, yes, my I might continue to work out, but like, I'm not thinking in a way that's making it sustainable. I might be using more willpower to get the workouts in instead of thinking in a way so that I naturally, more naturally get those workouts in.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. So one thing I like to think about is the way that I love my kids, right? So here's a list of things I do because I love my kids. And as you listen to this, um, it's helpful to think about how you love someone else and the things you would do for them and why. And then Mm kind of ask yourself, am I willing to do the same thing for myself, right? Okay, so so because I love my kids, I don't let them eat only candy for dinner, (laughs) right?
1: Boring.
0: Or as much sweets (laughs) as they want. I help them go to bed at a consistent time. Mm-hmm. I punish them for hitting each other <laughs> if needed, <laughs> right? There, there are consequences. Um, I I reward them for doing hard things that are in their best interest. Mm-hmm. I, <clears throat> I help them to be active, right? Get that exercise. I don't let them run around with knives.
1: Aw, oh, that's so nice of you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, running around with knives, you could say that, like, looking at porn or... Uh, Some of the other activities we engage in as habits, you can almost say that that's like letting yourself run around with a knife, right? Um, Because of that net negative effect. Like, it's actually a harmful thing. um,
1: Well, and I think, like, the voice, it's almost like that lower brain part is almost operating like a two-year-old with a knife. And we listen to it. Like, we totally do. Whether it's with pornography or... You know, other things that we know we don't want in our lives in the long term, but in the short term, it's like, okay, 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 we just give in to the moment, but, yeah, Yeah,
0: Yeah. and that's kind of where that came from, because I do like the example of thinking about the lower brain as a toddler running around with a knife. Okay, Um, another thing I do because I love my kids is I I literally have (laughs) stuck my hands through crap to help them... Keep themselves clean, change their diapers, right? Like <laughs> there are a lot of us that have done this. Um yes. are we are you willing to stick your hands through crap metaphorically for yourself? <laughs> right? <laughs> Sometimes you gotta face the crap in your life and face the crappy feelings, face the mess in your mind, um, for long enough to clean it up, right? Are we willing to do that? Um I clean up nasty vomit that almost makes me throw up every time. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I uh Oh, let's move on <laughs> before I dry heave. I help them. <laughs> I help them practice swimming when they're scared and don't want to. Right? I, I kind of uh, push them through that a little bit. I I teach them how to clean up after themselves. I I uh, let Even see. when
1: they're tired, I like that.
0: I'll skip a few of these. I I rearrange my schedule for them. Right?
1: We do a lot. We're all doing a lot of that these days, yeah. right?
0: Yeah. But then the question is like, do you rearrange your schedule for yourself? I mm-hmm. like that one for me. Um, I, I spend a lot of money on their schooling, training, learning, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Am I willing to spend a lot of money on my learning and training? Mm-hmm. Um, I sit with them and help them work through their feelings right? Do I do that for myself? I try to be patient with their mistakes, and I recognize them as part of their learning process, that they're right where they need to be in their learning. Do I do that same thing for myself? I prioritize them, right? I have their backs. Do I prioritize myself? Do I have my own back? So Mm -hmm. I really like this uh, exercise of going through how you love someone else and asking if you do it for yourself.
1: Right, because we all, like a lot of us know, like the best way to take care of people that we love is to give them our time and energy so the question is are we affording that for ourselves right like is your life going the way you want it to be going or do you kind of feel like you're living a reactive life and you're kind of just like on autopilot right so a lot of us haven't even been present with ourselves enough to recognize like uh, how much we're not making ourselves a priority or how much we're not listening to ourselves right and so like if we were willing to give ourselves enough attention and just sit and see what it is that we want like what do you want right and so I think one quick exercise that you can do for yourself is to just like write down your top three priorities that you have in your life top three top five priorities whatever works for you and when you write them down like write down what they are and then do a time journal of what you did yesterday okay and see if they reconcile, right? Like most people if you ask them their, you know, top 3 priorities, they'd say health, family relationships and something else, right? But when you look back at what you did the day before, how much time did you intentionally spend taking care of your health and your well-being? How much time did you spend, you know, s- developing and like honing in on those relationships with those people that you love? Mm-hmm versus, you know, letting work life lead into your family life, right? And so this isn't like, a, you know, this isn't an exercise for you to judge yourself. It's just an ex- exercise to become aware and to recognize like, huh, this totally is what I want. This doesn't reconcile. What can I learn from this?
0: Yeah, I'd, I'd pipe in here just with this exercise, when you look at it and look at how much time you spend on these priorities, it's not necessarily that your top priority is going to have the most time mm-hmm. devoted to it, right? That's, that's not what this is about. Because like, yeah. there are some guys or girls who they <clears> need <throat> to work to provide for their family, right? Yeah. So so if you look at the day before, you might have spent most of your time doing that. Um, but then if you really look at it, that could be maybe categorized as you taking care of your family too. Yeah. Right? Um, but yeah, it, it just depends. And it's more a question of like, let's just see let's just look at it and see how much time we are spending on it and do we like that amount of time for the results that we're going for right
1: right and also i think too like maybe it can be more not about like exactly how much time you spend doing the thing but like how committed are you to following through with whatever time you plan to you know you plan to spend doing that thing right like maybe i set up you know when i schedule when i set up my weeks like I've noticed for me, it took a while for me to get comfortable with scheduling my work or not my work, <laughs> scheduling my workout time and my family time first. It's like, I don't know why. I mean, yeah, I, I know a little bit why. Like I've, you know, I come from an accounting background and like, a, you know, a lot of that mentality I think still feeds into my programming, which I own as an adult. But like, it's really hard for me to schedule my workouts First, and to schedule my family time
0: first, like first or second. What's the mentality that came from the accounting background? Well, the
1: accounting. So, I like was in tax accounting. So, the account, like you know, again, this is what I pulled from it. So, I'm not going to say everyone feels this way, but you know, in the public accounting field, um, you know, I worked for Deloitte and Touche um, in downtown LA for about three years, and it was like basically busy season. You give your life to accounting, and then off busy season that's when you take care of yourself so it's like your hours well not your ours but that's kind of what I took is like I am like everything work is number one for six to eight months of the year and then the other two to four you know two to four months four to six months like that's when I take care of myself but I think a lot of us do that like even if we were to say like if I were to put that on to like a week we might do that within a week right like this entire day this all these things need to happen i don't need to take care of me right and so shifting basically for me just to shift from like this work first health second mentality to health family first and work second mentality it has been a shift for me but i you know i just notice it with my thinking and i can it helps me to like practice doing it and being extra committed to it's almost like it's to me it's more about committing to follow through with those priorities and how much time exactly I'm spending doing those things.
0: How has that shift affected your work and productivity?
1: Oh my gosh. You guys, I am like, I would say I'm like two or three times more productive. Wow. Yeah.
0: That's awesome.
1: Yeah. So because I know, because I really believe, and my coach has helped me believe this for myself, that my... Me taking care of myself, literally, like, that is the fuel to help me do all the other things in my life and um, that I want, that I also want to be doing. Um, and, you know, basically, like, taking that time to plan and take care of myself really helps me to, like, follow through with that, especially when I am thinking in a way that helps me to sustainably do it.
0: Yeah. To me, watching, observing as your husband, it seemed like you hiring the coach for you to work on some of the stuff like really helped you take a big step yeah. in this area. Is that true?
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Because I definitely like the commitment to self stuff was a little bit, um, it was harder. For, like, it was really easy for me for a long time to like set up my calendar and like set up my calendar. But then anytime anything came up, I was like, oh, that's out the window because this happened. <laughs> <laughs> and when you think about it, like if you, You know had a meeting with like the ceo of this your dream company like you would make that meeting happen no matter what like you would just make it happen unless you know like maybe something huge 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 but like what if we're the ceo of our bodies you know how are we taking how are we showing up for those appointments that we set for ourselves are we making it a priority right
0: yeah like if i had a a lunch appointment with Rudy, Go- Rudy Gobert, or Donovan Mitchell on the Utah Jazz. I, like I, there's no way I would miss that appointment. Yeah, right. Yeah. But then when it comes to my own stuff, like do I treat yeah. my planned time to self coach or my planned time to sleep or exercise mm-hmm. or eat healthily, Do I treat it with that same level of commitment and yeah. even excitement?
1: Yeah. Right. And like, I like want my kids to see that this stuff really is important to me, the way I take care of myself. Because, you know, I, I can tell my kids so they're blue in the face that they're, they're worth it and that they, you know, to take care of their bodies and do all the things. But if I'm not able to do that for myself, like that's what they're seeing, right? And, you know, they still have their agency and they still make their choices and stuff. But I just really want to be an example for myself of what's possible, but also an example for my children too.
0: Awesome. So something I would add here, or did you finish talking about the exercise? Oh no. To.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Basically just with that exercise, just kind of like be open to, you know, if that's, if things aren't reconciling, maybe just ask yourself why. Um, and you know, step back and see like, what if I want to adjust something here, what could I adjust? So, yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, so as you approach this, be careful. Okay. Because <laughs> uh, there are some sneaky things that can happen. Um, a lot of times we think, I need to do this self-care to get to my goal, and then when I get to my goal, then I'll approve of myself and love myself, right? <laughs> but if we if we approach self-care from the place of disapproval or self-loathing, mm-hmm. or whatever it is, we've uh, been there. You're, you're not yeah. We both in <laughs> there. I've, I was so good at this for so long. Um, if if you approach it that way, you're not going to follow through with your self-care in a sustaining way. OK, yeah, um, so just be aware of that. A lot of us think that we need to hate ourselves into changing our habits, mm-hmm. but it just doesn't work. OK, check if you're doing this because um, that's the sneaky part. Right. Sometimes yeah. it it sounds so lovely, like, no, I'm, I'm changing my habits so I can become awesome. Mm-hmm. Right. It sounds cool. Yeah. But what if you're already awesome? Yeah. Right. What if you already are and you're already lovable and worthy yeah. and you get to just change your habits because it's what you want and you do it from a place of power, and in a way that's sustainable, right?
1: Yeah. And if you, um, if you're having a hard time, like getting that compassionate place, sometimes asking these questions to like a child version of yourself, or the, how would you, how would you handle this conversation with a kid, you're gonna be worth it once you. Finish that race, or once you get into dental school, like that's not <laughs> what you would say to your child. Maybe some of you it would, but for the most part, you'd be like, No, you're fine. Like, you're already fine. Like, everything's fine. Right. And so, what if you turn that on yourself? Like, what if you are already fine and you're exactly where you need to be? And, you know, what if nothing has gone wrong and you are exactly where you need to be and now that you see that there's more that you're wanting, you're just shifting in that direction from a loving, accepting place.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. I w a big shift for me came when I, I felt like I was I, I had the tools and the power to uh keep porn out of my life. But then I was at this point where I wasn't like enjoying my real life without porn mm-hmm. the way that I wanted to, <laughs> and I remember it was that kind of a drag because <laughs> I was like, "Huh, maybe." Part of me is like, "Maybe life with that occasional porn is actually better," you know. But that wasn't helping me with my goals, and it and a big shift came for me. I remember doing this exercise. I was like, for some reason, it really helped to do this with my son because um, he's like a young boy right and he's amazing and um just to go through and talk about how I loved my son and why and how I would respond with him in times where he makes mistakes and I just like made a list of how I love my son Mm -hmm. because I love him so much and and then I looked at the list as like how can I how can I uh see myself this same way Mm -hmm. and I started practicing that And I started enjoying my life more. It's funny. I started enjoying my life more the less I hated myself. Isn't that weird? (laughs) Uh, But it was an awesome shift for me, for me, and a a really good exercise um, to go through. So, um, and then just remember, like, what we have to offer you is we we can teach you a framework to change your thought patterns um and not trying to force new thoughts like you can't just jump to i love me no matter what like sometimes that's too big a jump right but um there really is a powerful process and framework to this and Mm -hmm. skills and tools available uh to help navigate through this kind of thing so if you find yourself getting stuck um there's so much awesome help available
1: there is yeah so If you want to talk to us, you can, in the show notes, you can look at, go to our websites and there are links there to, you know, learn more, you know, have a, sign up for a consult with us to work with either of us more directly because this stuff totally works. Like it totally works.
0: It just does. Simple as that.
1: All right. Take care my friends. Have a wonderful week. Talk to you later.
0: See you later. (laughs) Thanks for listening.
1: If you're ready to get unstuck, move forward, or just feel better about your life and marriage, please reach out to us, whether it's for both of you or just yourself. You'd be surprised how much progress can be made in your marriage even if one of you works on the relationship. Don't wait for someone else to make things better for you.
0: For more information or to find out what it would be like to have a coach, visit our websites, lindsaypullman.com and dannypullman.com. Make sure you spell Pullman, P-O-E-L-M-A-N for freebies or other guides mentioned check out the show notes
1: and to our current clients we love you and thank you for letting us be a part of your hero's journey